You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, a Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora back to talk The Walking Dead Season 8, this time Episode 7, called Time After Time. I do believe, Aurora, that this is the uh, the second to last episode before the seasonal break. Yeah, I think so. Uh, even though, if they wanted to, they could have really squeezed in another episode. I think it would be... December 17th, because mm-hmm. uh, we're doing one on the 10th, of course, which is, I think, as we record this uh, today, but a week from today would be the 17th. Uh, they could have squeezed another one in before the, the holiday break, but I guess they're taking one early. And I suppose it depends on the length of the season as well. I want to try to divide it up as evenly as possible, I guess. I guess, yeah. yeah. And you got to pace it for that Fear the Walking Dead return, which I'm Mm -hmm. sure will only be a few months uh, trailing behind this one. So let's hop in to uh, the synopsis of this week's episode. After learning of Dwight's association with Rick's group, Eugene affirms his loyalty to Negan and outlines a plan to get rid of the walkers surrounding the sanctuary. With help from Morgan and Tara, Daryl drives a truck through the sanctuary's walls, flooding the interior with walkers who kill many saviors. Rick finally convinces Jadis and the scavengers to align with him, and they plan to have the saviors surrender. However, when they arrive at the sanctuary, Rick is horrified to see the breached walls and no sign of the walker herd. So, what did you think of this uh, not as naked as we thought, Rick? Uh, Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he was not as, he was not as, as nude. Uh, they really fooled us last week. You know, but I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go on the record and I'm going to say that I, I understand that woman yeah. that wanted to <laughs> trade Sculpting naked Rick. Yes. (laughs) And that was her like her thing, right? When he was trying to negotiate. She's like, we want all I was like, you go, you go, girl. Yes. (laughs) She's like, I want all the Savior's things. And he's like, No, we're gonna split it. Everybody gets a everybody gets a fourth. And she's like, Fine, I want a fourth, but I want you completely naked and I want to sculpt you. And he's like, No sculpting. He said, "He said no sculpting, and I want my boots and my clothes oh, back, yes. like now." <laughs> I was just waiting for him to be like, "Who are you, people? What is this? Is this like a hippie commune, like an like an art, like a like a liberal arts college or something yeah, that just yeah, like decided? I mean, are you guys hipsters? What you is know what? this? It's the end of the world. You know, might as well ask, I, right?" <laughs> I mean, I, I Why just want to know. <laughs> What's the worst thing that can happen that he says no? Maybe he says yes. I don't know. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I mean, you know, from her perspective, of course. From her, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but th- you know that scene, be- the scene before that where Rick fights all of them and that cool-looking Walker, mm-hmm. that was amazing too. Oh yes, uh, and and you know what? Even weirder, they they like they open his crate. And there's just a right. dude there drawing him <laughs> as he's standing there. They are all obsessed with Naked Rick. And they are all, all <laughs> obsessed. If it wasn't for the fact that, you know, they were working with Negan at one point or tried to kill Rick or whatever, it's almost like they view Rick as like their god or something. And yeah. it's almost like they worship Rick. It was so weird that Rick had and she and and Jadis outdid him. It's it's Rick had like this Polaroid camera, but she had like one of these cameras from like the 30s or the 40s yes. where like the flash bulb goes out and you have to eject the the bulb. That that, that looked very inconvenient. Where did they find all these bulbs? <laughs> where do they find these cameras? How do they develop no this idea. film? Like what what is this place? <laughs> so strange. Maybe maybe they are time travelers. Maybe, uh, you know, we're spending all this time talking about uh, Rick and his boxers and sculpting him and whatnot. But really, the <laughs> most of the bulk of the episode was really about Eugene. Yeah, uh, I was so I was actually pretty happy. I feel like they finally it's been a while since they've actually done something with Eugene. And they sort of did something in this episode with it. I mean, it was really what they did was him being honest with himself and mm-hmm. us realizing well, not us realizing. I think a lot of us already knew how Eugene sort of operates. Right. But this was like the first time he sort of just shouted it out loud that, you know, he's not the dying type. He's weak mm-hmm. and he's not cut out for this world. But he does have the sense of self-preservation and he is going to do whatever it takes to not be killed. Which... Right. For the first time in a long time on this show, I feel like they finally got a character here that has me feeling conflicted. Because usually when you see somebody, you're like, oh, well, that guy's not going to survive. He's too nice to survive or whatever. Or sometimes, you know, but you're kind of pulling for him a little bit. But, you know, it's like, oh, he's not going to make it. He's That guy's way too nice or whatever. And then you see somebody who's just pisses you off so much you're like oh that guy's death is going to be so satisfying when it happens but eugene is sort of like in the middle like you know he's gonna die and it's probably gonna be deserved because he's you know he went from calling rick and all those people his friends and now they're just traveling companions yeah that was shitty um but at the same time you also kind of you know if you yourself are not a badass you can see where he's coming from. Like, if you, you know, in order to survive in this world that you know you're not cut out to survive in, you kind of just do whatever to survive. And if that mm-hmm. means not having any friends and just constantly kissing the ass and aligning with the person who's going to keep you alive the longest. Right. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand. Or, you know, that. kissing their hand, which or... Eugene tried to do with Negan. <laughs> oh, Negan was so good there. He's like, going for a handshake there, buddy. <laughs> Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Eugene. Oh, my goodness. So um, awkward. It was so weird. <laughs> I'm like, he's going to kiss his hand. Is he? Oh, my God, he went in for it. <laughs> um, I was so happy that 
Negan like wasn't looking for that, but yeah, though that that would have been really weird if it actually <laughs> happened and, he, and Negan was okay with it. Would have been really really strange, but um, he's not the Pope. It's so just Negan. So the shot we saw at the end with Rick when the the empty sanctuary heard right. now is that to be thought that that's because all the zombies are inside at this point. I believe so, but the snipers are also gone. Yeah, so I'm wondering if I'm wondering if there's a little bit of time displacement here, as like what we saw with Daryl and Tara and all of them. Like if we saw that, and if that's that took place earlier, and what we're seeing with Rick took place has take has taken place a little later. I think that's that's gonna happen because if, um, if you remember Eugene tells Negan that he can make more bullets. And, yes. you know, he comes up with this plan and Negan is like, oh, my God, you know, you know, the amount of shit I'm going to pour on Rick. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, it's going to be huge. And mm-hmm. Eugene, Eugene is like, yeah, I know. So I don't know if that plan mm-hmm. happened before Rick got to the sanctuary. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, because I don't know what what other reason there is. Uh, for the snipers to not be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm. I'm a little. I'm a. I don't know. It. I'm not sure if it's. If it turns out to be like this weird time displacement thing, this kind of goes back to how we thought about the like the first episode where the time kind of jumped around a little bit. I don't know if that's necessarily what's happening here, but I hope it's not. It's never fun when shows jump around. <laughs> Like yeah, that. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it can be done cleverly, and I applaud them. But I don't know. Th- this did feel a little confusing. Mm-hmm, I felt mm-hmm. like there would be some some straggler walkers somewhere uh, around there. But yeah, it was like it was almost like the whole place was completely empty. Right. I felt like there was no sound. There was like nothing. Nothing was there. Right. Right. So my first feeling was like, how much time has passed since like what we saw with Daryl in the truck? Yep. Like the truck wasn't even there, I don't think, right? Yeah, I mean, we don't know how how much you know time Rick spent in that with the the guys at the junkyard. Yeah. Either, um, I don't know if it was days, weeks. I don't know. <laughs> right? Who knows how many sketches of Rick they've done? <laughs> how many photos they took of him? Oh my god, I'm just picturing like <laughs> Jadis in like her trash room, like somewhere, and it's just. A shrine to Rick, where it's just pictures and photos, like on the wall. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me. She's like sculpted. She's sculpted like boxer shorts, Rick, like out of like scrap metal or whatever. I mean, the writers, the writers of this show, owe us a Rick sculpture. We have <laughs> yeah. to see. This. We have to see this what before I mean, the season is over. <laughs> why did she really seem intent on on sculpting that man? <laughs> That is like so weird. It's like, and it's not even like what a what kind of leader is she like of her people? Like she's not trying to ask. She's like, oh, okay, we'll only take a quarter of the stuff, but only if I get to sculpt you naked. <laughs> so strange. Yes. Uh, well, you know they're 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 strange people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The, the scavengers. Um, do you have anything else uh, that you would like to add about this week's episode? Anything else that uh, that stuck out to you at all? I think that this episode should have been named Giggle Juice because when Eugene said that, it made me laugh so hard. That was such a, that was really funny. I need the Giggle Juice, which is like the the least cool way to yeah. say, 
you know, I mean, even if you'd said like something like liquid courage or something like that, right? Uh, which is what he was sort of getting at. He's just like, I'm having a tough time. I need to drink my woes away. But he's Eugene, so he can't say it like that. Yeah. Uh, even though that's what he did. And that was like, like just a hard scene to watch, too, because he just started like chugging wine. And then yeah. threw up some of it and then went back to drinking it again. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he must be feeling like real shit. Because it's like, yep. uh, if I if I ever have to throw up anything, I, I can't think about eating or drinking anything, let alone it, for like years. And, right. And to say nothing of going directly back to it. Uh, that was hard for me to watch. I'm not, I'm not good with that sort of stuff, but, uh, yeah. Who, who, who knew that the lead into that would have been him saying, please give me some giggle juice. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> never call that, never call it that around children, by the way. That's, uh, no, no, that no, is, no. that is highly irresponsible. Very, yeah. I could be very misleading. <laughs> I want the giggle juice. I want mommy's giggle juice. No, 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 no. That's. That's mommy's, that's mommy's, uh, that's mommy's death juice. If you drink it, you'll die. <laughs> that's what, that's how we should be referring to it as. Um, yeah. but yeah, the <laughs> completely forgot all about that. There were, there were a lot of Eugenisms in this episode. Yeah, there were a lot. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the little plane he made with the iPod, that was a really cool idea. Oh, and we had a flashback to Sasha. Yeah. We had a flashback to Sasha because he, he saw the coffin. Yes. Um, you can tell that he, this is he still took her all iPod. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of confused a little bit because we, we had a whole episode where we are seeing Eugene as who he is. You know, mm -hmm. a coward. He's a coward. That's mm -hmm. mainly what he is. But if he's trying to survive, why not give Dwight up? Right. And, well, I think, I think it goes back to, because Dwight isn't the first person to refer to um, Rick and all of those people as his friends, where Dwight comes back as, you know, their traveling companions or whatever. But I think his treatment of Dwight here, where he refuses to give him up even after, like he was on the verge of doing it until Dwight walked into the room. Mm -hmm. And he had to look Dwight in the eyes. Right. Well, yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, that goes back to him it, being a coward. It could be his cowardice, but I think it's also combined with the fact that when he calls those people his traveling companions, I think he knows it's bullshit. Right. Right. Like, they didn't treat him as a traveling companion. I mean, they had their issues with Eugene from time to time, but they were friends. They were a family or whatever it is. And I think he knows that. And I think he's basically wrestling with the you know the I guess the split personality that's kind of going on with it like he's got these two sides obviously that are like you know these people are more than just traveling companions they're my mm -hmm. friends and my family I really shouldn't do this to them but on the other hand you know if I don't do this to him to them you know I, I might die I don't want to die right. so I think he's I think he might be he's struggling with that but I think uh I mean, it could just as easily just be he's also a coward and doesn't want to do it when Dwight's in the room. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he can't face him and, and do it. So mm -hmm. eh, it's hard to tell with this Eugene guy. He's a yeah, he's, he's a... a bunch of cats <laughs> in a bag. It's, it's really <laughs> tough to there's so much going on. It's tough to tell. Right. Um, 
<laughs> Before we give out uh, scores for this week's episode, let's thank the good people of Fandango for sponsoring this week's episode of Hear the Walking Dead. Uh, head on over to cinemageekly.com, uh, click the Fandango link at the top of the page, or go to cinemageekly.com slash Fandango. It is not too late, Aurora, to buy your loved ones or yourself uh, some movie tickets or gift card. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not too late. I'm, depending on where you live, things should be able to be shipped to you in a, in a, in a right amount of time. Although nowadays with like movie tickets, you can digitally print them and, right. and all that good stuff too. And there mm-hmm. are going to be a lot of movies coming out. Uh, this holiday season, of course, uh, stuff yes. like uh, Justice League and Thor Ragnarok Star Wars. are still in theaters. Star Wars, Star yeah. Wars is the mm-hmm. big one. Uh, that's actually our Christmas Day uh, family activity, like we nice. did last year. We saw Rogue One. This year, we're going to go see The Last Jedi mm-hmm. uh, after all the presents are open and everybody has dinner and all that good stuff. Uh, nice. the dis- uh, if you can find it somewhere, The Disaster Artist. Ooh, I saw it yesterday, and I highly, highly did recommend you? it. Oh yes. my goodness! I'm super jealous that you got to go see this. <laughs> it's not show. It's not showing everywhere. No, uh, no. It's it's not in wide release right now. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm super. I'm super excited to check it out. But you can, if it's in your area, you can totally get tickets. Uh, CinemaGeekly.com/slash/Fandango or click the Fandango link at the top of CinemaGeekly.com. You get your tickets. You get your gift cards. Uh, whatever it is that you want to order for them, we get a kickback from Fandango. So. Do all of that stuff. Make uh, make the moviegoer in your life happy during the holidays. Or, you know, if you don't have anybody, that would uh, that sort of gift would make them happy. Buy me those gifts, and it would make me very happy. Doubly happy. Because I'd get a kickback, and I'd get to go see movies. So somebody should <laughs> do that for me, actually. Um, and I think there's going to be... Uh, they're going to... I think they're doing something with like Jurassic World right now on Fandango. So oh. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer for that came out. I mean, the movie doesn't come out until June, so there's you can't buy tickets for it yet. But uh, they're doing some sort of sweepstakes over there. Lots of good things over at that website. I'll just keep plugging them until they start sending me free things. I think that's how it works, right? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe if you talk about video games long enough. <laughs> Companies will just start sending you oh, free we can games. Wish. Yes, uh, someday. Uh, all right. So, what would you give time after or time for time for after? I think I kept calling it time after time, which is yes. not the episode title. <laughs> My mistake. It, I like I like time after time, time better. <laughs> Me too. I think I called it that last week, and I just saw time after, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, time after time, like the song. No, this episode title. Has been always called Time for After, which doesn't make any sense to me. But I don't know. What did you think of this episode? Um, I'm going to give this episode a solid four. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mostly for sculpting Rick, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of Rick sculpting. Um, yes. I mean, if he had some Rick sculpting, I, it would have been a five. But <laughs> they just had him. He, it just had instead we just had Andrew Lincoln standing looking confused while some yes. guy drew him. I yes. really loved it. And there's like a moment where they're gonna like put him back in the box and he's like, Wait, 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 hold on, I'm not done yet. <laughs> it was so good. And he's just like, What is just, happening? You know, adding some details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he forgot to include the boxer shorts. He's like, Oh, hold on. Um Yeah. <laughs> what did what did you say? You gave this a four? A four, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I also gave this episode a four. This was good. Yeah. Um, 
mostly setting up some stuff, but there were some great moments though with Eugene. They had uh, they had their big action piece for this episode with Daryl driving the truck through. Uh, you had all that weirdness with Rick and the scavengers. So yeah, yeah. a yeah. fun and, and I guess you know, I guess Gabriel is not bit. He's just sick. Yeah, so that's weird, yeah. right? He just yeah. has some sort of infection. Right, right. Hmm. What a way to go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd sucks. imagine you'd imagine people just would get naturally sick and die or whatever outside of being bitten by zombies. But <laughs> right. I can guess... you imagine just dying from the just the common flu? Yeah, when you just yeah. like it's the zombie apocalypse, and this is what I go down to. Right. You'd figure right. most deaths would be because of zombies, but <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um, all right, so <laughs> that is it for this week's episode. Head on over to cinemageekly.com. Check out the archives of this show. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead and hit subscribe. And we will come back next week for the episode title that I am going to look at very closely here to make sure that I pronounce it correctly. <laughs> Season 8, Episode 8, called How It's Gotta Be. Be.